Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Technically, I forgot that I was supposed to watch a movie this week. Fair. Just going to be forthright about it. Yeah, I've, I, I'm going to have to start like setting a phone alert. But anyway, <laughs> I did think of a movie and I Googled some famous quotes and I found one. I just want to preface this by saying this is what happens when you forgot about Golden Girls. True. However, this, this, is, this is a movie I have seen one billion times and I know that this is a quote from it. Are you ready? Okay. Okay. Searching for a boy in high school is as useless as searching for meaning in a Polly Shore movie. Polly Shore, nigga? So I was, what, six? <laughs> that doesn't mean that this is searching, a movie with Polly Shore. I know it. he's not in the movie. Mm. I'm just saying, if he's referenced. <laughs> Who the fuck talks about Polly Shore? Um, I do not wear polyester hair, okay? Okay, so I don't know it. My plastic surgeon doesn't want me doing any activity where balls are flying at my nose. Okay, all right. So I do know this. I know this. See, all right. Giving you more clues. I'm so lit. Because first of all, (laughs) I said I don't know it, but I have a good guess. And now you just let me know that my guess was correct, yeah. unless it's not. But I mean, I'm I gave sure you multiple. Yes, and it is clueless. Yes. So I wanted to guess that on the very first one, just because of the Polly Shore reference, and it's clearly like a high school girls movie. Yes. And that's the first one that came to mind. I don't remember those two, uh, the first two lines. You don't remember the the one from Dion about how she don't wear polyester? I mean, that's what made it even more obvious. It's like that first <laughs> line is clearly a white girl who said it. Okay, clearly it's a black girl in here as well. Mm-hmm. But that last line I remember very yes. vividly. So I win. I didn't Google it. Uh, yeah, um, I gave you extra quotes because I did not actually watch the movie. What I it. just said <laughs> was that had I guessed upon the first quote, I would have still been right. So I win. I'm just saying that's why I was being so generous. And I did watch Mulan because the internet shamed me. I mean, it's a fantastic film. Yeah, I definitely understand why people feel so strongly about it. I really do. The music was very jaunty and fun. There's a live action film or live action version coming out. With right, actual Asian people. Okay, I like was gonna. All, like I a was bunch. a little scared. I said, "Is Scarlett Johansson playing thing?" No. Because that's not good. Like, so. I'm excited to 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 see this movie. Okay, yeah. Somebody said it's coming out just in time for you to be disappointed by. It. <laughs> like, I think people's expectations are like, "Oh, girl, I don't know about it. a live action version of an animated movie." I feel like they can. I mean, well, there are lots of great live action. I'm trying to think of some. I mean, I enjoyed the Cinderella 
the the brandy Cinderella. That's not okay. No. Oh, it doesn't count. Okay. No. Well, then... Because that's technically based on a play. I, I didn't like the Beauty and the Beast one. So. I haven't watched that. I didn't watch it. I mean, Audrey McDonald is perfect, but no. So... Yeah, I didn't feel like watching that. But we'll see. I I'm just, definitely watching Lion King. I, well... <laughs> Duh. Fucking please. That's not even an option. <laughs> I'm absolutely doing that. There's a Mary Poppins. Okay. Oh, I am looking forward to the Mary Poppins one. I mean, Lin-Manuel. I heard Lin-Manuel so, Miranda's voice. That. Right. Um, okay, you're right. I'll, I'll I'll remain optimistic about it. But yes, people were pissed about Zendaya possibly being a live action Ariel. Why? Oh, because she's brownish. Right. <laughs> white people really. It just like every time I look at her, I think she has to be light enough for white people to chill out. But she really no. for racist. You just no. <laughs> there is no light enough. It is you need to be white. You never period. not nigga. <laughs> Right. I'm like, damn, even Zendaya, damn. <sighs> anyway. Welcome back to this episode of the show, guys. Um, I am. Who should I be? Wow, okay. Hmm. Well, I'm Aretha Franklin. I've been listening to her music nonstop since her death, and this week did not change any of that. So, And I am not one, but both of Aretha's red pumps. <laughs> That I know that. sat up in that casket. <gasps> okay. Is that black excellence for this week? Because I was like... Why not? A diva until the very end. And you and niggas will never forget it. After. <laughs> I said, not only is my girl in this red with these pumps. Like, I know you niggas came to mourn. However, I came to go home. And you know, a bitch will be fly as well. She also made sure they had the feet crossed. Like, no, a lady when you see Absolutely. her. Nigga, I was like, I'm actually impressed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I stand. She was looking so comfortable, honestly. It was mm-hmm. honestly like when you go to your Mima house and she got a recliner and she's watching her stories. My Mima did have one and it was electric too. She, yes. All she had to do was push them buttons. Yeah. And she loved that reclining bed. Forever will be missed. Oh, absolutely. I'm having a a watch party on Friday because I'm getting my hair braided anyway. So I ain't going to be doing nothing all day. So if niggas want to watch the funeral and come over while I'm getting my hair braided, you're more than welcome. What are we going to do whilst Ariana Grande sings? Excuse me? Ariana Grande is performing at her memorial. Are you serious? I read that. What? Read that where? On the internet. Okay. Well, you have to be more specific. No, that can't be. Grande. Aretha Franklin. Let's go to CNN.com. What? Arena, Ariana Grande added to Aretha Franklin's funeral. Wow. Okay. Well, Aretha Franklin must have respected Ariana Grande's voice. Or whoever is putting this together really likes her. I mean, perhaps. But I just feel like Aretha's family is not going to invite somebody that she didn't at least respect to perform at her funeral. I just don't see it. Right? This is part of, like, the official celebration, the homegoing celebration? Her funeral. Okay. Well, then I have to trust that Aretha Franklin was like, that little girl is all right. I have to believe that. I hope so. I really do. Let's just take that and run with <laughs> I it. I cannot think anything else. No. Hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough. Okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. 
With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Um, Black Excellence this week is one Andrew Gillum, uh, who now will be walking forward representing the Democratic Floridians um, as the official nominee yes, for the governor of Florida. I'm so thankful for each and every single one of y'all who took your ass out where you were supposed to be and made this happen. An upset, right. as they say it was. Um, and whites are upset. <laughs> of course they are. Um... So listen, I don't know what more to tell y'all, but <laughs> this is only the beginning, okay? Yeah. Please. Please. You have to show up in November. In November. Mm. My birthday month, month, so consider this a gift to me. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Take your ass out and make sure to vote for Andrew Gillum. To be the governor of the state of Florida. Florida needs it. <laughs> I thought to say deserves it, but that would be a well, lie. Perhaps not. But need. <laughs> I feel like it is that is the word to use. Okay. And if you have not heard about Trump's friend and his remark saying that the last thing Florida needs is to monkey this up. If that wasn't a clear indicator that you Woo! need to be where you need I to be not believe in November. See, the thing is that, like, I can't. I'm not even, like, I wasn't shocked that he said it. 
I wasn't even like the thing that upsets and annoys me the most about it is that now it like is overshadowing the accomplishment that this man has made. You know what right. I'm saying? And I'm not even going to pretend to like know every square inch of his policy mm-hmm. or the entire history of everything he's done in Tallahassee because I don't. Mm-hmm. But I know that he's a better option than right. that bitch on the other side, mm-hmm. especially with Trump and his fucking wig halfway <laughs> up that white man's sphincter every step of the fucking way. I'm just pissed that now, like, we got to talk about these white people being pissed simply because it's a black man who's doing amazing things and would also be the first black governor of fucking Florida. Like, Florida is not... If you think white people who don't vote are not about to go out in Florida and make sure that they do Mm -hmm. just so that this black man does not win. Right. And I mean, even if you look at the numbers, first of all, the numbers were huge compared to previous years, but the Republicans still did turn out more than the Democrats. Right. Like, so really everybody got to go in November. The fuck up. Lord. I'll remind you. Don't worry about it. Like, if you need, I'll be there. You know, I I pray for his safety because them white folks down there are nuts. So I hope, you know, we just go and plead the blood over this young We've brother. We've been looking and- for a reason to burn that fucking state off of this motherfucker <laughs> anyway. Yes, and he's an HBCU grad. Shout out to FAMU. So it's just, it was just beautiful news to see. Yeah. Shout out to your people. So Black Excellence goes to him. Congratulations. I'm so excited to make sure that y'all go out and vote. Be about it. Don't just talk about it. Also, not exactly equal to Andrew, but I just wanted to shout out Jack and Harry for reading the fuck out of Eureka. (sighs) What a moment. Oh my God. I'm not Ah! even going to, just go look for it. Just, just go find, just go, go on find Twitter and you. search Jack A. Eureka. You can actually go to my page because I retweeted it <laughs> and favorited it. I did too. I liked it. <laughs> it's, just, it's just so good. I love so, her so much. I'll never stop. <laughs> Thank you for that. Hallelujah. Amen. This week on Hot Tops, the little bottom that could. Where to begin? Hmm. <laughs> Rap singer, um, young man, uh, Sway Lee from the Ray Shremers. <laughs> okay. Um, has changed his mind about suing a fan who, for whatever reason, chucked her uh, cell phone at the stage when Ray Shremers was performing. Oh my God. In Dallas. Busting this child's lip wide open. Oh, no. Apparently breaking one of his teeth. He needed to get stitches. Wow. He apparently performed, well, he says he performed the last um, song of the set or whatever with his blood-covered face. Wow. Um, you know, looking like somebody knew what he did last summer. And All right. <laughs> he okay. did vow to sue at first, but he then uh, tweeted just a few days ago, I won't be suing the fan. I'm a charge to the game. Just be more careful. I'm here to perform, not dodgeball. Which is uh, more than fair. fair. Right. <laughs> more than right. fair. She must have been really shook. I've never been to a race from Ridge show, but do niggas like catch the spirit there? Like maybe she was just so into it. She was like, I got to throw something. And a lot of their songs are really, really, really high energy. Mm. Um, I'm assuming many people who are in the audience are going to be on drugs and right. alcohol okay. of all kinds. Um, <laughs> so I can understand definitely, you know, losing your mind 
online and getting hype. I just can't understand how your your cell phone left your hand and moved <laughs> so quickly to the stage that it cracked open this young man's face. Right. Like, you must have thrown it hard, girl. You didn't toss it. Like, you just... You threw it like it was a fucking baseball. What the fuck? Were you demanding he put his number in it for you? Or what the fuck was the plan? Oh, she probably been real shook ever since that day. Like, yo, this nigga's really about to sue me and I don't have nothing. Damn. I can't even pawn my phone off now. Okay, because them dental bills are high. Oh, no. Well, then again, if she, I don't know how much Ray Schremer charged for tickets, but if you were close enough to throw this phone and hit him in the face, maybe you can be sued. I don't know what he would have sued you for anyway, but the good news is that he's not going right. to. And he's I'm letting it go. Really confused as to it. Cause girl <laughs> I hope this is the last time y'all feel that spirited. Thank God <laughs> Almighty I've never had to have a stitch. No. You know? Mm. Um but if I did and on my in my my face. Right. This is my face. Yes. You gotta cough off something. I've had a stitch on my face before, but that was I've got that in a baseball accident. I was oh, playing you're baseball. so gay. <laughs> okay, it was like middle school and we had to play. Mm, did you? <laughs> oh, don't do me like that. I hate you. <laughs> I'm not doing it. She's going to have to cough up some coins. Uh, yeah, that was Happy. nice of him to not charge her for that. So I mean, I need like a half pint of blue bag. <laughs> Something, girl. And some Takis, the green bag. <laughs> I mean, but shout out to um, this young man for being forgiving, as well as, you know, singing all over people's songs melodically and still, as Dustin said, looking like Eartha Kitt. That's the only thing I think of every time I see him. Oh, my God. Because nothing's been more accurate. And it's just don't even <laughs> and know now how. I will never stop seeing it. I hate you so much. <laughs> I mean, I've said this before. Dustin said that Swaley looks like Eartha Kitt. And it does. Uh, I- and this is before we knew which one was which. I'm mad I Googled like Swaley Eartha Kit and Google auto completed it. Like people have <laughs> people have been doing side sure by side. It probably is. <laughs> Damn, he does. I'm so mad. He really it's almost phenomenal. Oh, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> um, so in one of the greatest pieces of news to come out of pop culture in twenty eighteen the Braxton family will allegedly be on Yama Fix My Life. Oh, no, Lord. <laughs> and I can't wait. I might have a watch party for that. You should. Because Fix My Life is quality trash television. Such a great show. It's so entertaining. If you just completely strip away the idea that this is at all therapeutic and focus on its entertainment value it's a great program especially since it is an attempt to be therapeutic you know what i'm saying it's not like i don't believe it to be like you know uh a jerry springer or maury or even one of these other little no definitely not even like the celebrity rehab shows, but they're clearly like exploiting these motherfuckers. Right. It's just like, and God is good. And here is a fruit snack. Right. And that's it. Right. You know? Like you could tell Yama is really trying to like. She's trying to life. I mean, she's trying. Part of it is Yanla. It is just and her. her efforts. <laughs> so much of it is her like... activities are absurd. <laughs> They're so stupid. They, it's like, I really want this person to see a therapist she asked hazily oh my god oh no oh that was too rap, much <laughs> which was bad enough pop my butt pop pop but to recite my butt. her rap lyrics 
to garbage. photos <laughs> of black legends of black like freedom Ooh. fighters. Did you see the episode with Nephi and her husband? Of course, and oh I believe it was a second God. one. It's so bad. I can't stop watching this show. I will be tuned the fuck in for this. This is such a bad idea, <sighs> and I can't wait. Right, that's why so, I can't wait. If you didn't know, apparently the Braxton sisters, uh, except Tracy, went on a filming hiatus for their show. I read that they were um, trying to negotiate a higher pay for the oh, season. Okay. I don't know if it's season six, but they're deep into the game. Braxton family has been on yeah, it's been a while. TV for like my whole life. Right. So they wanted some more money. I get it. Uh, apparently, things didn't go the way they were looking, so they decided not to show up to taping. Tracy was like, bitch, I got kids. I don't right. give a fuck. And y'all hoes didn't promote my album anyway. So, she was also on Fix My Life with that white man oh, that she wasted her time with and her kids. She was. That he is not the father of. Oh, my God. What a mess that So maybe was. this is Tracy's fault. No, I'm, I don't know. Um, Tracy's like, I got an already did it. Y'all might as well come back. Not only did um, Tracy stay on the show, aside from the family, but apparently they brought Phaedra Parks in to join the show. Oh, no. Oh, God damn it, Iyanla. I was already going to watch. Like, Phaedra... No, Phaedra is on Braxton Family Values. Oh. Not Iyanla. Like, Tracy's the only one who's filming right now. Okay, I thought you meant they brought... And since the other... No. Phaedra on Fix My Life. No, the sisters and I think the, the mom... Are supposed to go on fix my life according to these reports okay. this is um this is this was on the jasmine brand originally mm-hmm. um but no phaedra real life parks <laughs> oh no has been going around promoting this season of braxton family values with tracy we're all confused what tamar and the sisters were shading her saying you know um phaedra braxton is she a braxton <laughs> Um, Wait, I'm so confused she was filming with Tracy. What the fuck did they talk about? I guess about? since the other women don't want to film, they're like, well, let's, you know, throw some other names oh, in there. wow. Phaedra, Phaedra's though? not doing anything. The Jazz Brand says it's also reported that Kim Whitley and Flavor Flav will appear on the show. You can tell who will do anything for a check. Lord. Why this is, is this happening? As soon as you call me asking me to go on the Braxton Family Values, I'm going to remind you that I'm not a Braxton, and therefore I will not be on that show. That just feels like it makes sense. <laughs> like, I'm just going to, like, <laughs> that's it. I'm not going to do this. But Phaedra's not in a position to turn nobody down. <laughs> Kim Whitley, <laughs> she just gets lucky when people think she's Jack A. Wow. I feel like so... Okay, I don't want to be deliberately mean. <laughs> and then who else? Flavor Flav. Okay, we saw what that nigga was willing to do for the sake of reality TV. So <laughs> y'all just I, threw Flavor Flav probably doesn't even remember Flavor of Love. Probably not. He probably thinks like that. He probably doesn't even realize that was a show. Oh my god! <laughs> like I don't even. Flavor Flav was the last one. That bitch really put a raw whole chicken in the microwave. <laughs> Oh no! That there are some moments that I'll never get tired of, and Heidi microwaving that chicken like that was gonna cook it. His poor little old mama was looking at this chicken like, did this bitch? (laughs) (laughs) 
I have to believe that the producers told you to do something outrageous or you decided to do something that would make you stand out because nobody yeah. thinks you can cook a whole chicken in the microwave. Nobody thinks that. Well, Hottie never seemed well. We're talking about the same woman who said that all her friends tell her that she looks like Beyonce. Facts. Um, which she's, led us to a meme she's that's out still of it. great. <laughs> right? Beyonce? That, I have to side with you. Like, you have to know that's not how you cook chicken. Like, you have to. Right. You have, like, people don't even cook, like, slices of raw chicken in I the was, microwave. Thank you. Nobody not does that. Frozen nuggets. Nothing. Like, at best. Niggas fry them or put them in the oven. Period. We do not do that. Even them little, like, frozen chicken shits that be saying you can microwave, you still put them shits that. on a cookie sheet or some right. shit, bitch. And she's like, they're so much better in the oven. Don't play. They're, like, loads better in the oven. Black people are not cooking raw chicken in the microwave. Sorry, girl. Um, I just, you know, I wish all of the sisters well, and I wish y'all, like, maybe a full 365 days where y'all aren't getting on each other's nerves, where just everybody is just publicly on good terms. Right. That would be nice, because y'all be arguing like them damn Kardashians. And I mean, they're sisters, you know, so I just understand arguing arguing with siblings. Oh, the Kardashians were cutting up on the internet. Yeah, but I don't give a fuck about them. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I just follow people who somehow are just really into it. Um. <laughs> so, um, Safari has landed himself <laughs> a brand new money making deal, and it's all because of that cock. I hate. Well. <laughs> It doesn't even feel right saying it. Like, it's just what like... Is, you sound like a white boy. Ugh. <laughs> like, God, that's so stupid. It's just ugly. Um, I'd so rather say penis. I would rather say penis. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> like, let's I almost just said period, but the city girls are real sensitive right now. We'll get to that later. So, Safari... Announced on Instagram that he has landed himself a sex toy deal. He has molded his now popular peen um, with the help of the Doc Johnson Company. Wow. Reportedly, they they say here on their Instagram, they're the number one largest pleasure products manufacturer. Yeah, Doc Johnson makes a lot of stuff. Well, honey, if you have been looking <laughs> to find a way to be pierced by the Safari brand, pierced. here's the way. Uh, Safari says on Instagram, I work so hard. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm childish. I work hard so I can get the last laugh. When y'all think I'm losing, I'm not. Trust me, to all the people who fronted on me and thought I'd fall off and disappear, suck my sex toy. Uh, I know people do that, though, but I've never understood, like, anyway. Thank you to the biggest adult toy company in the world, Doc Johnson, for the opportunity, and my team for making this happen. And to my fans and supporters who root for me, I love y'all. Murderer. Ladies, I'm all yours. Joke's on you. I don't understand these... Uh, surfing emojis or what that is is that a, is it a wave maybe or is it like a little person on a, on a surfboard but one of these niggas is skiing I mean well, there's water skiing uh, I don't know well, oh never mind it's a big deal eggplant emojis but who's gonna <laughs> cop one on the low my anaconda don't want none if you ain't got buns hun 
straight. Okay. And there's hashtags. I'm not gonna read. Okay. So. Wow. Uh, you can actually go to Doc Johnson's website or docjohnson.com slash safari and really pre-order his um, upcoming dildo. Yeah. They say pre-orders begin in December. Okay. They are going to be shipping in time for Valentine's Day. So. <laughs> you know, I hate this because it's such a good idea. It is. It's such a good idea. <laughs> I was just telling somebody that I think that Safari should work in porn, but not as like a porn star. Yeah. He could be like, well, he could just start his own like entertainment company. Damn, he could. And the penis alone would have people tuned into what he was going to put out there. At this point, Dick and Sex Appeal, that's Safari's brand. Yeah. He can leave us out of the music and uh, the coconutted oil. Yeah, he can make lube instead of coconut oil. Duh. Like, like, all of this works. I just... I feel like a lot of people are going to get the Safari dick and try to front like they didn't. But you know, you, you, you bitches are pre-ordering that dick. Just just be honest and let us know <laughs> how many of y'all and it's fine. are pre-ordering. I want to know. You know what I'm saying? Because Especially if it's like really nice. Let me see if they have the price listed. Hmm. Yeah, how much would you charge for a Safari? I mean, I'm it? thinking it would be between like... 60 and a hundred dollars. Nicki Minaj must hate this nigga. To her very <laughs> core. Huh. Wow. Look at him. Going from getting mm-hmm. dick from this nigga for like 10 years to hating his fucking guts and having watching his hairline that you paid $10,000 for fallout. And now anybody who wants to feel his dick can just go and buy a rubber one. Wow. I had actually not heard anything. I'd want to find him in the street. Well, they don't have the price listed here, but I am just going to go ahead and put my burner email in the, just to get the alert, just so I know when it, when, how much it does cost. Safari, you need to have a, a strapped version for uh, huh. inclusion. The real studs already have their own harnesses. As long as it can fit the standard harness, it's fine. Oh, you can't, so you can just, like, stick it in the... Yeah, most harnesses are, like, right. Like, the, the dicks are pretty much... They, I'm, they don't feel any shame for knowing this, but... I mean, why would you? Right, I mean, it's just part of my life. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so they have, like, standard sizes, mostly, and some of the really huge ones, like, are obviously not going to fit in. <laughs> so I don't, I don't think they're going to do, like, comically huge. I think it's going to be a pretty close, like, pretty close to a replica of his real dick. He might add an inch or two just, just to be... Just to, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just because it's his official sex toy, but yeah. I'm sure he's not the only person with a a sex toy dildo in the stores. They should be, like, bigger. gender inclusive, though, with the marketing on this. That would be very smart. A rainbow one? Okay. Uh, who's Are are the boys going to use that? You know, just... <laughs> I feel like lesbians always want flesh tones. Like a limited edition for... Oh, okay. You know, the white gays. Okay, your pride. Nigga gays don't really care about the rainbow <laughs> that much. Like we. Once I got past that, I'm freshly out stage. I never wore the rainbow again. I never cared about it. I always had a bracelet or something on just because I had to let niggas know. Like, I'm in Oklahoma and I feel this way. Fuck y'all. But I just don't care. All that rainbow shit is for like... The super, baby gays. Like super white gays. Yes, the baby gays. And mm-hmm. then all the white women who go to pride. <laughs> Who be wearing like, right? Like a rainbow dunce cap and and yeah, like mucklucks. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be 
be having the socks, everything, girl. Ring, earrings and everything. Okay, like, I just don't. I'm not that excited about liking these hoes. You know what, Safari? Good for you. I feel like this is very on brand. I think this is going to make you a hell of a lot of money, whether people want to admit yep, that too. they bought it or not. <laughs> I do, too. And I, you know, good for you. You seem like a decent enough nigga, I guess. And yes, this, yeah, this is a good thing. Meanwhile, reports have it that Nicki Minaj has fired a good portion of her glam squad. Now, I saw this online around the time that it happened. Um, You know, the the barbs were in anybody's mentions related to Cardi B right after the VMAs, you know, throwing hate back and forth. Oh, right. That's where they came from. The Bardies. Party gang does the opposite, <laughs> whatever. But somebody left a comment, I believe, under Tokyo Styles' uh, photo of Cardi. He does Cardi's hair um, and said something about it being ugly as fuck. And he, <laughs> he responded by saying, Oh, right. I did see that. Oh, that was so fucked up. Tokyo said, uh, I bet you like them, them thin ass ponytails <laughs> or something like that. I- they was thin ass ponytails. <laughs> Oh, that shit was funny. They was. Then I'm like, why Nikki don't add more bundles? Like, I know you can afford it. Why don't you ever get this hair any fuller? Um, <laughs> damn, this bitch is pretty. Um, so Kim Kimball, another celebrity hairstylist, uh, is the one who was responsible for those thin ass ponytails. Um, I mean, all right. And. Ooh, so after this, not too long. <laughs> Are you okay? Because I'm still, I'm looking at the picture. <laughs> and Kim Kimball was like, respect it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we all fuck up though. Right. So the girls didn't like the ponytails um, and everybody had a kiki and a cackle. Kim like responded to it, like took a, a screenshot of Tokyo's comment and was like, she says, Instagram doesn't create licensed or professional hairdressers. We all get negative comments sometimes, but why try to drag someone else into it when we can support each other? Sending positive vibes and support to licensed hairstylists. Yeah, that was shot to Tokyo because Tokyo's not licensed. That's why can't nobody book him for nothing official because the insurance on set will only cover licensed hairstylists. I knew I knew that's what that was. I'm like, but come if the on. Hair looks nicer than. Well, I mean, there is that. I think Kim Kim was just like, I know you beef on Instagram because that's where you can get in the door, but I'm licensed, so I I just get invited to places that you don't know nothing <laughs> about. But I mean, the fact remains, girl, that them with some thin ass ponytails. Apparently, <laughs> so, people really did not see it for the ponytails. Anyway, the point is, I mean, they were fucking thin, so. <laughs> Shit. Are they weren't they not supposed to be okay, I don't know. I really don't understand. They was no, they were entirely too skinny. It didn't look right. So I guess she just took that because the bars were mad anyway. They were mad at No, they've been mad at a lot of her hair for a while. And to be honest with you, there have been a lot of moments as of late with Nikki and her hair, and I'm like, okay, bitch, at the very least, these wigs should be on point. Right. Because you have the money, I would assume you have the access, and you've had decent hair before. I feel like when Oscar James, Oscar James is uh, someone who was doing her hair at one point, another celebrity hairstylist, but I remember Oscar James being behind the, oh my God, Nikki's wearing regular ass hair. Your hair looks nice. Oh, okay. Like that whole era where it's like, oh wow, you have taken when she started look normal and six flags off of your head. Yes, okay, I remember that. 
But yeah, the girls haven't been seeing it, and some of these wigs have been looking absolutely insane. Well, yeah, insane. I don't know if Kim Kimball did that half mullet one with the colors on the side that looked like gel down or something. I don't either. I that know that people are blaming that on her. <laughs> that was a I mess. I don't know for sure that she did it. <laughs> that one was bad, so I understand the virus frustration. I really do. So, um, Nikki recently posted a video on her Instagram getting her new unicorn wig done. And in it, she captions uh, giving thanks and asking the barbs to welcome uh, Arrogant Tay123. I'm sorry, sorry, I don't know what your full name is. But Tay does celebrities' hair, too. He's done Sizz's hair, some other folks. And this wig, although, like, you know, hmm. the... Uh, Never mind. The wig. <laughs> <laughs> What's his Instagram name again? Arrogant underscore T A E one two three. Oh, there he is. Um, the wig looks applied better mm-hmm. than a lot of the other ones have looked. And if you're a fan of like the cotton candy gogur, oh, that is very thing, pretty. I do like that. Then that's going to be right up your alley. This looks better than like some other colorful pastel ass shits that she's been wearing. Yeah, but no shade. Everything looks better with a filter on, and I want to see it mm. without one. Filters mm. blur things that real life Let me does go to not. Her Instagram so, let's see if she's got one. I don't know, but that is very pretty. I like it a lot. And so let's I'm not see. mad at him getting this job. You know? He was very, very like excited about it and all grateful because he said he wanted to work with Nikki for a long time. Of course. I read that she also got a new makeup artist. And I'm hoping that whoever put her in that outfit that she was wearing at the VMAs oh, okay. also yes. got the boot. <laughs> that bikini tutu, whatever that shit was. <laughs> that was a, with the with the mesh overlay. I'm like, what the fuck do you have on? <laughs> it's like, who dressed you and thought that this was cute? So I'm looking at this boy's Instagram and he's posted some girl without a filter and he's like running his hands through the wig and the wig is pretty good. Like the hairline looks natural and all that. So I'm glad for Nikki if she's about to step the wig. Ga- oh, I think he did scissors lime green hair too. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, bitch, I love that wig. <laughs> I fucking love that wig. So, all right, you go Tay. That's right. You better get booked. Good job. My nigga. Yes. Oh, I love that wig. Oh, I want that fucking wig so bad. So looks like some bright news for the barbs who yes. have been upset by some of uh, Nikki's recent wigs or makeup. Good for I them. mean, the girl's still fine. You know, wig bad wigs happen to people a lot. But yeah. when you have all of this money. There's just no excuse when you're wealthy. You know? Regular girls buying $30 lace fronts, sure. I expect it. But that is fine. But you like you can afford this high dollar fancy shit. So looking forward to seeing some uh some improvements there from her. Good for the barbs. They needed a good week. Cardi B has issued an apology to Bernice King after she appeared in an allegedly upcoming sketch comedy show called Off the Rip. In a skit called The Real Housewives of the Civil Rights Movement, aka probably one of the worst ideas. <laughs> I don't even want to look at it. Um, it has to be bad. So I watched. <laughs> I watched. Why are you so tired? I, 
Oh wow, what a shit idea. I I oh, watched no. like I don't even know if I made it to 30 seconds. How bad is it? It's just dumb. Like it's not a good idea. It's not really performed well. The okay. jokes don't hit. It's just like I think it's supposed to it feels like the sketch is supposed to rely on the fact that it's shocking. Okay. And like they're making fun of, you know, the fact that um Martin Luther King was cheating oh, and yikes. all of this other stuff. It just was dumb. It was yeah. just dumb. It wasn't a great sketch. Okay. And that's pretty much the end of it. Cardi played Coretta Sky King. Okay. Um, of course. And I mean, I'm, I feel like even if you haven't seen it or refused to watch, you can just imagine how that went. <laughs> I I think the curiosity is going to get the better of me watching when I get home. I couldn't finish it. It was what a, I can't believe I didn't even hear about this. Wow. Um, but she apologized. Bernice King uh, wrote on Twitter, thank you. I am Cardi B for reaching out to me and apologizing for the skit that aired on TMZ. Here's the thing. It didn't air on TMZ. I don't even know how TMZ got it. They said it's not even the full sketch. So... Somebody who works for that show was like, no, this will not stand. They leaked it. That has to be it. Like, how is it out already? I don't know. Um, the host of the show, comedian Rip Michaels, who I guess is famous from Wild and Out, uh, responded oh. on Twitter and said, hey, guys, it's been a hectic day, but I had to take time out to address a few things. Any backlash should be directed towards me and my staff. And this is all wrapped up in a video mm. where he talks about it as well. And it's less of like, an apology or an acknowledgement of it being offensive, especially to the family, and more like, we'll see what the big deal is. It's great, and the show's going to be great, and we've got loads more stuff coming, oh, and all my celebrity friends are going to be in it, and, you know, like, I hired that nigga to run up on the Beyonce stage. Like, I don't know. It's just, like, <laughs> the dumbest. It's just, oh, like, it was less stress. of, like, an acknowledge of, an acknowledgement of the backlash mm-hmm. and more of a, just a promotion of... The show, that which I must, and I can't figure out who's airing it. Nobody has said where it's coming on, if it's a web show or Maybe a network show or whatever. TV. Maybe, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, but horrible idea, right? At least Cardi B apologized to the family. It is what it is, yeah. But like, bitch, what a mess. What was just. It was. It wasn't even funny. Like if I could have given you, like, all right, because that would have been offensive anyway. You know what I'm saying? Somebody would have been upset about upset by it, and that's just a part of comedy. But it wasn't even good. Like it wasn't funny at all. If you cut it off after 30 seconds, I know it had to have been trash. Um. Last but not least for this week, I thought you was gonna talk about Cardi (laughs) posting that video of Offset fingering her. That I heard about. Now, I heard about that. I haven't watched it. Um, I was in L.A. this weekend, um, living the very best life that I absolutely oh, could. Yeah. So most of your your paltry celebrity shenanigans. Right. Um, that got ignored for weed and sunshine. Yeah. Well, I thought she, she said that she had leather shorts on, but she wished she was getting fingered because she was super horny. But that's what I thought she was going to say when you brought Cardi B up. Because I was like, we really can't say nothing good about nobody because niggas just love to fuck up. Everybody except Beyonce. They just love to do it. Like, every time we give somebody compliments, they like to just shit all over our good efforts. So, that's what I thought she was going to bring up, but she, I don't know. She. I found the video. She's all healed up now, so she's back to being, you know, ratchet, thought mode type 
So is that it? I mean, well, she's been wilding out a little bit on Instagram lately, regardless. But that—that that was what I. Oh no, me either. Somebody tagged me in it, like. You was just saying Cardi B, chill out. You can't really see him doing anything in this picture. For all we know, he really just had his hand like up on her thigh. I'm sure he's rubbing on her vagina, and I don't understand why y'all. I mean, yeah, she's been posting half naked pictures and all that. So, and you know, people are like, once you have a baby, they're just like, what are you doing? Your ass and titties. And so Cardi's just like, bitch, but I. I was stripping. Like, have you ever listened to my music? Like, not like. Like, y'all think They're I like, give a fuck y'all about y'all have to adjust your expectations for this girl. Well, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? <sighs> I did see her tweet and say something about she could take dick again and she don't know how to act. Yeah, she don't know how to act. That's right. She is wilding out on the internet. That's another thing. Like, you got this motherfucker in your body for nine months. And then you still got to wait for them. After them, they sew your pussy back together. You got to wait for <laughs> it to, like, heal. <laughs> Oof. Yes. Madness. I don't know why y'all do it. Oh, anyway. Um, so Kanye West has apologized for the slavery was a choice comment that he made on TMZ. He appeared on uh Kendra G's show, WGCI in Chicago is what that's a part of. Okay. Oh, in Chicago. Wow. Yeah, in Chicago. And I'll actually just let's see if I can um actually get it to play here but i mean i always want you to speak for black people wait hold up there's two things playing in the background i'm sorry i was like wait a minute the finger banging video was still playing (laughs) so happens when you don't close the tab first you gotta make sure that you keep your eyes that's all right that's all right if i properly apologize for how that slave comment made people feel so I want to take this moment right now to say that I'm sorry for hurting. I'm sorry for the one-two effect of the MAGA hat into the slave comment. Uh, And I'm sorry for people who felt let down by that moment. And also, I appreciate you guys giving me the opportunity to talk to you about what the way I was thinking and what I was going through, I just appreciate you guys holding on to me as a family. And one thing that I got well, let you go, is it showed me how much black people love me. Well, it sounds like the white man who's inside his body now came up with a statement and decided to give it. Like, I... I accept this apology from Kanye, but, like, this doesn't change the way I feel about you. Like, I still have no interest in supporting the things you're doing now. I will consider walking back in that direction when he separates from my wife. Because that's when I know, okay, maybe there is, you know, to freedom. (laughs) To freedom. But... He also spoke about, you know, how oh, I hate you so much. There were people around him, even in the TMZ moment, <sighs> who Lord. could have been like, "Okay, nigga, you're bugging." Ty mm-hmm. shut all of the cameras off. We're leaving, and nobody did that. And how he felt like, you know, one of his very close friends, uh, Don C, also from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess like had he been there. It would have probably been different. And he called Don C and said, you know, I need you to be here for me and all this stuff. He's crying. Uh, okay. And like, mm. if get back to the light. And I wish you well. 
like show me don't tell me like change your actions let me see it in the things that you're doing and the businesses and charities that you support and and let your talk back it up but like you didn't just do one or two shitty things like this trump thing went on for a while quite a while then it came back right like so niggas been looking at you crazy it's just that that was the point where a lot of us were like all right fuck it i'm giving up hope and you were very much like Fuck y'all, I'm right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like You didn't give a shit about us. You guys don't have dragon energy. <laughs> okay? All of that time wasting Game of Thrones has been wasted on you because I am the true dragon. <sighs> Dragonborn. Yeah. And you girls don't get it, and that sucks for you. Because... I, I mean, you know what? I just don't think I believe it from Kanye. So... Yeah, like you said... I need to see, you know, some action and things take place for me to. If he leaves that Kardashian, I will, I will be inspired. I will feel <laughs> like there's a stirring happening. But he ain't life. going nowhere. No, he ain't leaving that girl. And I mean, they have three children together, so oh, I'm yeah, not wishing that. divorce on right. anybody or whatever. But I'm just saying, like, that would be a large enough action that would make me like peek back down the hill and be like, oh, is that? <laughs> is Kanye? Is that? Is he waking black up? Kanye? Right. Oh, is. Is that what's happening? So, but at least you apologize. I mean, you know, if anybody, if that made you feel better about it, I mean, but he apologized in his tad voice. It didn't even sound like Kanye. Oh. So I just I'm not holding Maybe out a lot of tad hope for voice. That. Is his regular voice now? <sighs> but, uh, okay, see, and that's why I'm not holding out a whole lot of hope. So, all right. Well, girls, that about wraps up this week's Amen. Uh, hot tops. Brief this the week. The little. The littlest bottom. The little <laughs> bottom that could. <laughs> just choo along. The engine bottom. All right, we'll be back. Hey, guys. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace's leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things, depending on the time and time. But... If you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time if it's been on your mind to give it a try. Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking about in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of the read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my 
for like my mm-hmm. own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which makes me sad. But that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Now let's get back to show. All right, so we're back and it's time for our listener letters. Yes, send your questions to asktherita at gmail.com and we may read them aloud on the show. We got an update from the young lady last week who was dealing with her mama and her mama's boyfriend and how they had been living together for a while, but the boyfriend was tripping and all this. She had just and graduated. Had words about where she's supposed to go and how she's supposed to get her car. Right. How about you fuck off? <laughs> how about you do that? So thankfully we got an update. She says, thanks for your advice that I certainly plan on taking. I've tried to talk to my mama about it and that went terribly. So I thought it out and I'm going to move out ASAP because I barely talk to them and I hate it. Right now that looks like pulling an Issa and staying with my ex. Oh, girl. Well, girl. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> At least you have a roadmap. <sighs> Hopefully I can find a nice roommate that I'm not in love with because I live in the DMV and rent is super expensive. Jeez. True. Okay. God damn, rent is bad down I know there. know that's a fact. Man, my dad lives too far away and I've created almost the life I want here. He has offered to help me purchase my car, though, after putting his shoes on to come up here and beat my mama's husband ass. <laughs> me and my stepmama had to calm him down. Woo! That's real. He was like, I'm actually not going to take this. Like, I know that's not my wife no more, but you got everybody involved fucked up. I love that your daddy is a rider. Work. So right now I've been staying the night, just about every other night, rotating between my aunt and my ex's house, which is stressful. So please just pray for a bitch and my well-being. Appreciate and love you guys so much. Well, sis, I'm glad that you have a plan for getting out of there because clearly your stepfather had to go. (laughs) Like, Absolutely not. Hmm. So where do we want to start? How how raggedy do you want to start this week on a scale of zero to ten? Eleven T twelve. Great. So this letter <laughs> oh God, comes. I just don't even know what I just asked for. Okay. Well, this is the most this is the first ratchet thing I see. Um So I'm going to go with this one. This letter comes from Tiffany, which is a fake name. She says, I'm going to try to make this as concise as possible. Here's the story. My boyfriend and I vetted each other before getting serious. He said he had no kids, but he had a scare once where a weekend fling popped up with a baby nine to 10 months after. He asked her if the baby was his and she said, no, thanks for asking. (laughs) So he left it at that. No, but thank you so much for asking. <laughs> like, I know that you realized that you were an option. So thanks for checking in. However, you're not. So have a great life. Six, six years later, she Facebook messages him and says he's the father. When we asked why she what? came forward all of a sudden, her response was, I was wrong. He needs his father in his life. So I guess she lied at the beginning because she thought she could just raise her baby by herself and he wouldn't need a daddy, but she's changed her mind about it. Mm. Anyway, so Tiffany continues and says, this is understandable, but her timing is off. It also seems petty because two weeks ago, my boyfriend and I became engaged. 
He posted about it on Facebook, and since they are still friends on that site, we assume she saw the post. Uh-huh. It's hard to tell, tell if the child could be his because he looks like the mama so much, and my fiancé is dark-skinned, whereas the mother is very pale and <laughs> mixed with a very pale child. However, genetics do weird things. True. That's true, too. I have seen kids with very dark-skinned parents come out looking exactly like they light-skinned parent yeah just like him so you really never know after a paternity test if he ends up being the father we will welcome the child with open arms i love kids i have no problem dating people with kids i do have a problem with this woman waiting six years to tell the father and robbing him of his firstborn's early years and robbing us of our new engagement this bitch couldn't wait a few more months (laughs) am i out of place if i ask her questions about her decisions even though we love kids, this has been an emotional roller coaster for us in weeks, and I want to let her know that. I'm trying to be the bigger person and not cuss her ass out, but my anger is sitting on a desk, tapping its fingers, waiting to clock out. Please help. P.S. If he's not the father, I'm cussing her out and moving on to marry the man she wished she had. Thanks for the help. So, originally I heard six months. Didn't know it was six years. Six years, yes. Whoa. This is a whole Whoa. ass first grader at this point. Right. Like, this nigga knows what he like to eat. <laughs> like, <laughs> he can talk in whole sentences. Like. He's potty trained. He's very much that. interactive. <laughs> right. Like he's a, a whole little person. person. Right. Wow. Well. Not a baby. I mean, all of this, you know, can easily be rectified with a little science. Yeah, um, y'all have to take that DNA test ASAP. Get that answer and figure out what that's looking like, and then you'll know where to move uh, from here. If he is not the child's father, um, you know, I feel like you should stay out of this regardless, because it really ain't none of your business. Yes. And I understand you being mad about it or whatever, and I'm sure that you are, on, I'm sure that you're on to something by feeling like she came forward <laughs> when she saw that the nigga was engaged. Like, what exactly was it that took you to feel like, or to understand that he needs his father in his life? Like, what happened today Right. that didn't happen in the six years of this nigga's life. Like, right. what is it exactly? Is it because he's getting married? What the, I, I completely get why you're pissed or frustrated and want to cuss the girl out. But it really doesn't have anything to do with you. And the reasons that you're upset, the ways that you would cuss her out, he can do anyway. Like, he should be mad for the yeah. same reason and want to cuss her out for the same reasons. If, she's, if he's not that kid's father, he can very well still curse her out. And yeah, pro- it would probably sound <laughs> the same way that you would do. He would just have more reason to do because he actually knows this woman slept with her. You know what I'm saying? Couldn't. You know, be thinking about spending nights thinking about this child being his or not being his or whatever after this bullshit. Like, it just, it don't make, and then if he is the kid's father and she decided to say something because he's engaged now. Still need to get cussed out. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have Either to do any of the cursing it. out. Yep. You know, I feel like you inserting yourself in it and cursing her out, even though it would be with good reason to me, is just going to make the situation worse. It's just going to blow it out of proportion yeah. even further. Um, 
It just doesn't need to happen. Yeah. I see why you're so invested because this is your fiance. At right. this point, his kids, you know, you're going to be stepmama too. Right. So I get it. I definitely get the anger here, but I just agree with Kid Fury. Like, all of your anger is your boyfriend's righteous anger or your fiance, my bad. I don't want to disrespect right. you. Okay. Okay. Right. Let me get it right. But, uh, like, that, this is his responsibility to take yeah. care of. He should be pissed that he may have a son out there and he asked when the baby was small. Like, what's up? And right. she lied. Like, he has every reason he to be He has mad. to be way angrier than you. Now, niggas. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, niggas are, like, trained to, <laughs> right. like, keep it cool. Being like, oh, man. And little, whatever. What like, is this? Damn. Really? <laughs> really? Wow. <laughs> that's a nigga that favorite. Is, that might be number one. That, that's an iconic Niggas one. love a wow. A wow with at least five to six Oh, so O's. many O's. So, yeah, I mean, you should be way more pissed than you are. And, yeah. you know, for all of the reasons that you just described, Crystal, like, nigga, like, you mean to tell me after I, I didn't even try to act like it didn't happen right. or it couldn't have been I mine. asked you. Nigga, you said thank you <laughs> for asking. <laughs> so. You could have easily said thank you for asking. Yes, it is your baby. Or yes, I think it's your baby. Would you like to take a, day, a DNA test? Hello? Like. The thing is, like, even if you want to raise your baby on your own, I understand. But if that's the decision you make and you're not going to tell the biological father, you have to commit to that. You can't. Well, I don't want to say you have to. Obviously, you can come back and say something. But first of all, I think you're unless he like was abusive or something, you're unnecessarily robbing your child of a relationship with their other parent. Right. And then you are setting up the the storyline for you know like yeah you changed your mind and now you want to hit up the baby daddy or the child randomly finds out that they daddy ain't dead or whatever lie you came up with like it just made this whole thing so unnecessary it wasn't gonna end well regardless right Right. that's why i think like if you just want to have a baby and you don't want a daddy you need to go to a sperm bank now this six-year-old that we have already addressed is a whole ass person right you know what i'm saying with reason and some logic and things all happening up there probably been asking who his daddy is and where his daddy's at now the kid also would have to adjust to you know meeting his daddy for the first time and trying Man. to figure out what all of that is and for Woo. what exactly madam right. like he had the right whether he wanted to know or not he had the right to know whether or not this kid was his or could have possibly been right. his. You know what I'm saying? So the no, fact he definitely that he did, even, especially since she came back and was like, oh, he is yours. Even if he hadn't asked, but the mere fact that he did, bruh. Man, she's foul for that. That's fucked up. Yeah, so she really needs to get cussed out either way, sweetheart. But I'm what I'm <laughs> saying is it. let him be the one to do it. He should want to. I would want to. Yes. And so. once you and he get married and that baby is coming over every other weekend or whatever and he show up with no haircut and dirty clothes week after week and you just like, oh my God, your trifling ass mama, <laughs> then you can say something. Yes. But for now, I leave. I would leave it alone. Right. It's going to be a rough transition for everybody if this is his child. Right. But she might be lying. Maybe she just wants she to She might be lying. And she might just be hating because of the, the wedding announcement on Facebook. It's a, like, it sounds about right. That's why DNA is such a miracle. <laughs> it's just such... The Lord put it on earth for niggas in the 90s. Because you know what? <laughs> That's either his baby or it's not. Right. And, we can and it won't take too long to and find we ain't, out. And we ain't got to compare old baby pictures no more. We ain't got to look at the tip of his ears to see if it's just like the tip of your ears. Walk a couple of miles to find a possible auntie or like, no. Nope. We ain't doing none of that no more. Just a quick swab, swab here. here zip swab here. Yeah. You can go down to the drugstore. You can go. And do it at home. To and mail it in. Walgreens. <laughs> 
and do it yourself. Shit. So yeah. Good luck with. You do our black ink crew all the time. Good luck with however that goes. What a stressful situation. But you focus on you and your wedding. Yeah. Okay. Focus on picking out your dress, planning and your, your bridal party, right, and having a good ass party. And maybe you'll have a ring bear already there. <laughs> I'm saying, look on the bright side. You might not have to worry about who the ring bearer is. So, next question comes from Ray. Uh, she says, I started a new position in the engineering field. I love the job. It's very easy. Everyone does their work and minds their business. The office is full of white men with few people of color, so I mainly talk to the other project manager, who is also a black woman and on my team. God bless y'all. Enter Shaquana. She's under me and started shortly after I came on board. She's about 12 years older than me, and all she talks about is her teenage daughter, which doesn't really bother me. We sit next to each other, so we often strike up conversation. The problem is that she's annoying and problematic as shit. We were talking a few weeks ago about names, and for some reason she brought up the fact that she hates her name because it's, quote, ghetto and ratchet. She also Shaquana? Felt Shaqu- well, Shaquana's a fake name, but Shaquana was like, oh, I hate my name. It's ghetto. Okay. Like, in front of this other black girl. She also felt the need to tell me that she felt like those kind of names are detrimental to the workforce because white people are afraid of blacks with names like that and chose to name her daughter something that will get her a job. Well, that's not black people's fault. Well, I mean, Shaquana, you also got hired. So, like, how afraid? These white people are not afraid. Like, they saw Shaquana and still called you. Anyway, she also mentioned that her boyfriend doesn't let her wear weave or braids because he thinks it looks trashy. Okay. All right. Every time I come to work with a new style, she makes a point to say that it looks nice on me, but her boyfriend will never let her go for it. What bitch ain't ask you that, bitch? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not dating your boyfriend, bitch. She constantly asks me when we gonna hang out, but I don't want anything to do with her outside of work. (laughs) Shit, I don't want anything to do with her at work. What would y'all do in this situation? Thanks. Kindly, Ray. Every... No, no, no. I was going to say every one of these lists. Something else. What else happened in the episode so far that reminded us of Insecure? Oh, Um, a homegirl who's moving out. (laughs) Yeah. This also reminds me of of Molly, I guess. Or even Issa. Like, um... Ooh. I see what you mean. You know what I mean? Yeah, just like workplace drama and and those conflicts with other people. And you remember when Molly had the black coworker that was like loud that and ratchet girl, or whatever? Right. And she was trying to tell her to chill out, and that old girl was like, "Bitch, you're chill." <laughs> <Right. laughs> she was she like, was "They like, knew I was ghetto in the interview. They love me, sis. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about." I mean, and then we didn't see you no more. Right. So <laughs> maybe Molly was right, but. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is like that. Um, okay, that's pointless. What I'm I mean to say is that um this is the thing. Like it's hard when you're in a workspace to communicate um to people the way that you would if you were outside of the workspace. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because you have to be more delicate because at the end of the day it's your job it's the way that you're making your money to live and all of that stuff and any little tiny complicated petty stupid shit in the workplace can turn into something that it doesn't need to be now you're sitting with HR drama and it can be born out of like the smallest dumbest thing so I get when you're talking about a coworker or even a boss um, how you know, it can be complicated to learn how to deal with this because honestly, I would want to respond to Shaquana by saying, sweetheart, mm-hmm. 
I understand that your boyfriend don't want you to wear no nigga hair or whatever the fuck it is that y'all <laughs> think, however y'all are thinking about it. Right. But that doesn't have anything to do with me. I'm going to wear what I want to wear in my hair, on my hair, on the side of my... Period. Uh, uh, behind, on top. I'm going to do my hair how I want to do my hair. Because I, fortunately, am not dating someone who hates black people. Right. So. And and you also have this internalized anti-blackness. Shaquana, right. You hate your own name. So here's how compliments can work. You can either just <laughs> say, hey, your hair is nice and leave it at that. Or you cannot acknowledge my hair at all. Yep. And that, and that would really that would be, be fine it. as well. And I feel like that is fair. I feel like that's not mean. I feel like that isn't, you know, like a big thing. But right. I also know in almost any job, it can't be. Right. Like, you can't just go up to somebody and be like, hey, sis, by the way, leave me alone. I don't care about your boyfriend. Without it possibly being <laughs> right, making your job hard. Right, people are going to take that like, as offense. So, I mean, I say all that to say that I don't know what the fuck to tell you. I'm trying to think. <laughs> I'm still working on it. I was hoping that as I was on, like, bantering, it would just come to But me. I think you gave her pretty good advice. Like, you have the right to not be annoyed like shit every time you go to work, too. And this girl is getting on your nerves with her own. Is she the only other black person? Well, no, they have a black coworker who's cool, but she's older. She's like 12 years oh, old. Oh, right, right, They're 25. Right. This is Shaquana, who is the only other black person, but is like whack. <laughs> like, that would be so annoying if you already only had a couple black coworkers and one of them is like, damn, bitch, I don't even want to kick it with you. We're supposed to be each other's safe place. Right. So, I mean, I would say next time she brings up her boyfriend, I would be like, look, girl, no shade, but your man and his whack ass hair preferences ain't got nothing to do with me. See, I feel like that's way spicier than what I said. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like either one of those would get you in trouble. But I, there has to be a way that you can communicate to this woman that you really aren't interested. You don't even have to bring up the fact that it's anti-black because that's truthfully that's their business. That's a conversation I don't want to get into. I'm not even interested you. in having it with you. We are not family. We ain't even really friends. We work together. Yeah. So what we were doing was attempting to lean on one another <laughs> and the fact that we have blackness in common. Work. It looks like that's not going to work right. we don't even like Negroes. So, yeah. I mean... I think that's I think a good idea. I you really can do. at least communicate to her like, hey girl, so every time I, I change my hair, doesn't mean I need to hear about your boyfriend. In yeah. whatever way is the kindest way. Right. Because it doesn't even make sense for her to be bringing up her boyfriend's opinion or what her boyfriend's opinion would like, be if care. she had that hair. Like, the fuck? I don't care that y'all don't like the different styles black girls do with their hair. I do not give one shit about that. Like, is it common for, like, when women compliment each other's, like, clothing or hair and stuff for you to immediately have conversation about how it would affect your life if you did that it is if you're feeling self-conscious about those things or you're in a relationship with somebody controlling and you know you don't have the freedom to do what that person does like her making that comment is definitely a reflection on her and not on you and your hair like that's all about her and her twisted ass man like normal people don't say that don't nobody care what your boyfriend thinks <laughs> right like I know people say shit like oh you know I can never pull those shoes off or that jacket that's totally different like that. that's a compliment to you right but me telling you that my boyfriend wouldn't like your hair your, right like, bitch so like girl so here's the thing I spend good money on my hair and I love it I don't really care about the opinions of people I don't know like just whatever is the nicest way to get her to understand that you don't give a fuck about that and as far as wanting to hang out outside of work I would just constantly be busy 
Every time she said, what yeah. you doing this weekend? Oh, going to see my mama. Got to help one. my daddy move. Got to got to babysit my niece and nephew. Like, I would just all, I would you never be available for anything. I just have to wash all this black hair. <laughs> <laughs> like, Girl, it's wash day. Like, I'm taking these ghetto braids down that your boyfriend don't like. So <laughs> Yeah. Booked up, sis. Sorry to tell you. Oh, good luck, because that's hard. You know, it's already so few of y'all. You want to get along with all the blacks, but sometimes it's just not going to happen. Usually, you would think it's the litter about, like, oh, my white coworkers getting on my nerves because, you know, they racist, but... She said the white people mind their business. An ideal work environment. (laughs) Hello? (laughs) She's like, it would be perfect if this anti-black black black girl would shut the fuck up. Or at least leave me alone. (laughs) Bother somebody else. All right, last question comes from Nyla, who says, let me get straight to the point. My sister and two nephews moved into a nice apartment outside the city in February, and I moved in shortly after mid-March. We live in a multifamily house where my family and I live on the main floor. Our landlord lives downstairs, and there's a family above us. Since moving in, everything was copacetic at first until we started settling in, and the weather began to break around April and May. My sister's two boys are 19 and 7, therefore she ordered a lot of toys and such to go in the backyard. Like a trampoline and full-size basketball hoop, along with a swing set big enough to be in a playground. Our neighbor slash landlord is very neglectful of her children. She has a son who's 13, plus four kids under six that she's a foster mom to. Mm-hmm. Four kids under six plus a 13-year-old sounds like a very bad idea. Like constant Unless you have exhaustion. like five adults in the house. <laughs> right? Four under six, girl? Anyway, here's where the problem lies. On more than one occasion, she left the children home without food to the point where my sister felt bad and gave them leftovers that we had in the fridge. Kidding me. Now, I'm a mean bitch, but I never want to see any child going without food. Same. Since that first incident, it's become a habit to where the oldest son sneaks and eats food while playing with my youngest nephew. Not to mention he has also been bullying my youngest nephew to the point where my nephew doesn't feel comfortable playing with his toys in the backyard because that neighbor's son invites other kids from the block to also play. He's disrespectful to me, and I told him, even though I'm twice your age, I do fight kids over my nephews, and I don't play that bullying shit. Wow, you are me. Because I will fight you behind my nephew. Like, I'm sorry. Them six-year-olds can square up. It's it's really like... Try me. <laughs> it's non-negotiable. It's me and you. Or I'll fight your mama. Like... You decide. I brought the issue up to my sister, who does feel some type of way about everything, but she refuses to address the neighbor. I feel like this woman is taking advantage of my sister's generosity and my sister is just too good of a person to see that. I feel stuck between a rock and a hard place because I'm very protective of my family, but I don't want there to be animosity between us and her. Yours truly, Nyla. Yes, you can say my real name. <laughs> she wants you to hear this. Whoever this neighbor is, she wants you to hear it. Wow. So I'm just like saddened by the fact that it- this woman has foster kids that aren't eating and to the point where they're sneaking to get food from y'all right. <clears throat> when the kids would play together. That means stuff. they're like, hungry. That, that means that they are hungry. <laughs> like, right. what? Like, children who are eating enough at home will ask for food on a play date. They won't just go sneak it, like steal it. What? That's like, just so... <laughs> the bullying thing is one thing. 
and we can get to that, but I would already be ready to address this woman simply because, like, you got these kids in your house, you're not at the house, and they're, like, starving. Like, right. what? Why aren't, like, 13 is not old enough or responsible enough to watch four kids under six. Sorry. No. Maybe one. But four? <laughs> maybe one. And even then, they need to be, like, five, not six months. Right. <laughs> so, I just don't like that. And as a foster mother, I know you getting food stamps for them kids, so it's no reason for their to not be food like I can let a lot of shit go when it comes to parenting because I understand kids are a lot yeah but like being hungry is it's just like not that's okay. where you start right you like, we just, like we're not accepting that that's food is kind all. of at the beginning right and I know your sister don't want to rock the boat with this woman because y'all all live in the same like structure I get that right. but if kids are going hungry and you know she's a foster parent then I would address it and if it doesn't clear up then it's time to call DHS like, like bitch, you're not gonna be starving these kids. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it is. In all honesty, right? And I mean, like, I, I'm gonna assume this has been, ha- yes, this has been happening for so long that you've noticed it's a pattern, and it's not just, you know, that kid was hungry that day, right? Because my mom used to drill in me, don't go to other people's houses and talk about food, Hello? so that they don't think that I Hello? starve you. You eat at home. Hello. Do not go over to other people's houses and eat Hello? big ass plates like don't you don't eat. Don't accept any bitch. I don't care if you're hungry. <laughs> you're full until you get into this. Like <laughs> that's the thing. I would never even ask for food, but I never. was eating at home. Right. Like, so these kids, like something is wrong. And yeah, I your sister just gonna have to be mad. They need to be addressed off of that. You know what I'm saying? Like you're a nephew. You know, it's probably going to have many situations where you're going to want to whip somebody's behind right. behind them. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. kids get bullied. We'll get to that. That is like, that to me, it like pales in comparison to the fact that these kids have to sneak around and steal food. To right. Eat. I like, mean, because the 13-year-old is an asshole because asshole things are happening at home. <laughs> Bullies that don't is, come out of thin air. Like, the equation simplified <laughs> right there. That's it. Like, yeah. I don't feel no kind of way about these kids, you know, possibly having... Or I'm not surprised about these kids maybe having, you know, attitude problems or being mean to other kids and stuff like that. Because look at their home life. Right. It's chaotic and hectic, and they're probably being bullied and treated very meanly at home. And so, yeah, a 13-year-old has a 7-year-old kid in the house that somebody he actually has power over. And so he's going to take advantage of that so that he does feel like he is in control of something. Like, I get it. Like, don't fight this 13-year-old. I understand the impulse. <laughs> yeah, but no, like, I get it, too. That baby is going through some real shit, girl. <laughs> Let's get him some help, the help he really needs. Right. So... And I know that sometimes DHS is swamped and them foster care workers, they don't make nowhere near enough money and they have all them clients and it's easy for shit to slip through the cracks. But you have to say something if them kids are fucking hungry. That is just not acceptable, period. It's just not. If they was walking around with shitty diapers and smelling like piss and all that, it would be equally unacceptable. Like the fact that they're hungry, girl, your sister just gonna have to be mad. Oh, well. She's just going to have to be pissed. I mean, she could say it herself, but it sounds she doesn't want to. I would definitely be the one to say something anyway. And yeah, my, si- my sister would just have to be Yeah, you just got to cuss me out, girl. I'm not letting them kids go hungry. I mean... Like, they're babies. Under six? No, sorry. They need to eat. Their brains are still developing. Fuck that. What are you even doing? <sighs> All right. So I'm going to wrap up the segment this week with something from the couch. Um, I actually don't have anything 
like prepared, but I do have some questions in here. So I'm going to um, address one of them and then go from there. So this is from Cassandra, who says, I was really moved by Crystal's discussion of having to accept that she has slash had depression. I have struggled with depression all my life, and acceptance is something that keeps coming up, particularly in the context of self-compassion. I'm starting to realize that accepting where I am right now is the only way I can be compassionate with myself. My issue is that I'm ambitious, and I want to be doing so much more than depression allows me to do. It feels like a cop-out to say that I need depression's permission to do anything. Accepting depression feels like I'm accepting defeat. Being that you are both highly ambitious and high achieving, how have you... Okay, that's a big word. How? I don't know that word. Damn. Let me I see if I can figure know. it out from context clues. Hmm. Hmm. How do you spell it? Delineated? Delineated? Delineated. Oh, how do you describe or portray something precisely? I love learning new words. Delineate? Delineate. Thank you, Google. It. it is delineate. All right. So how have you delineated between accepting defeat and understanding and accepting your ability in this moment? Are there any practices you have put into place for those frustrating times? Thank you, Cassandra. Cassandra, thank you for introducing me to new words. I love words. Same. I will be using delineated um, endlessly. Also, uh, this I really wanted to talk about because this is the reason I have not had something prepared for Crystal's Couch over the past few weeks. Like part of it is I don't want to be like super heavy and have people like exploring all of their traumas and shit every week. Like that's a lot to do. I understand. Yeah. But part of it is also like it has been a rough couple of weeks for me emotionally. And it's like depression has just been on my ass a lot. And I'm not sad. Like, I don't want my friends to worry about me or anything. I don't I don't feel like hurting myself or anything like that. It's just I get up in the morning and every day I'm like, please let this be the day that I can just get out of bed and just do things. Like, please let this be the day. And then every day I wake up and I'm like, wow, still feel like garbage. Great. This is trash. <laughs> and trying to be nice to myself, like you said, being compassionate towards myself in that and saying, okay. This is just depression, being a bitch. Let's just get through the things we have to do today and then, you know, we'll take it from there. But I've really had to like the same tips and stuff that I told y'all about in the first couple of times that I did that, like being nice to myself and constantly correcting the negative self-talk. That's not something you do once or twice and then you're done. Like, right. I have been doing this for months. And I still sometimes have to coach myself, especially when I know like there's things I should be doing. I should be taking care of myself. I should be, you know, getting this together and blah, blah, blah. If I don't give enough of a fuck to do it, I know that the depression is taking over my life because I, like I said the last time, I'm not going to sabotage myself. Right. So literally the way that I delineate between accepting defeat and accepting my abilities is by telling myself that. Right. Over and over. It's like the same things. I have had to coach myself using that stuff I told y'all about over these past few weeks. Like literally thinking about depression, like somebody taking the gas out of my engine and having to rev myself up through, you know, things that I love and hobbies and obligations. Like that has all been me doing that in my everyday shit. Because even after months of therapy and working with different doctors to try to get together like a total treatment plan for me that works like I can try lots of different things but until I find that combination that 
it means that I'm like running on all cylinders again, I'm going to struggle with this. And that's the hard part about depression. Acknowledging that this shit, you, if you are in it, you're probably in it for the long haul. Like accepting that it's not going to be a week or two of doing really hard work in therapy. And then suddenly everything is sunshine and rainbows and you have nothing but healthy coping mechanisms and you're free from all the shit that happened to you. Like it takes time to work through all that. Yeah. And there's no shortcut. Remember when Jennifer Lewis told us that the elevator to success is broken and you Mm -hmm. have to take the stairs. It's the same way we're getting through depression. Like, you cannot shop it away, drink it away, fuck it away. None of that shit on Cranes in the Sky works. Like <laughs> Solange told us. It does not work like that. Right. You actually have to do the hard daily work of getting through this shit. So that's what I've been trying to do. And it has been whooping my ass. Right. And only in the past like three or four days have I started to feel a shift. And so... I feel like hopefully I'm on an upswing now and I just want to ride it out for as long as it can possibly last because like a bitch is I'm so tired of being depressed that like even this little bit of hope that I won't be is enough for me to hold on to because I am sick of fighting this. I feel you. So that's how I do it, girl. Literally just taking it minute by minute, hour by hour, day by day, just getting myself through it. And it sounds like... Like a horrible process, and it kind of is, but like there's no other option. It's just hard. Like this, it's just difficult. Like, you know weird. what I could do instead of this? Get fucking drunk. Mm-hmm. You know what I could do instead of this? Get high. Order a pizza and play video games. I don't have to think about this. I do not want to coach myself through nothing. I just want to chill. But like doing negative uh, or unhealthy coping mechanisms are only going to make your situation worse in the long run. And so unlearning that and being very deliberate in your thoughts and actions, it's just fucking hard to do. And sometimes I ain't got it, but I'm trying. Every day I'm trying. Yeah, same thing with me. I try to just tell myself, like, the moments are temporary um, and that I am aware of them uh, and why they happen. Right. And then I try to every day or the night before I uh, will make like a small list. No more than three things. Even if I have 300 things to do, which I always do. I make like three things that I'm going to do that day. Mm-hmm. And I just try to do those three things. And like if I don't, I don't like mentally, emotionally punish myself for it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bitch. You got this you whole tried. thing going on. <laughs> you tried. And the thing is, like, I don't have to talk to anybody else. So, uh, with about, okay, I'm sorry. What am I trying to say? <laughs> my mouth is moving faster than my brain. <laughs> like, I don't have to, like, sit down and acknowledge that I didn't accomplish those three things with anybody. Yeah. So there's no reason to not be honest with myself in it. So what I, I say that to say that, like, I know at the end of the day if I tried or not. Right. You're not accountable to anybody but yourself. Exactly. Which is a blessing and a curse. I know if I really made an effort, if I really felt it, if, you know, like, I really wanted to accomplish these things or get up or just feel better. And so if I I fall or if I don't, 
um, finish my list or whatever at the end of the day. I'm like, you know what, bitch? Life is difficult, and this is the shit that you're actually going through, and at least you fucking tried. You, at least you came up with a plan. Yeah. At least you did something, because there have been plenty of days where you just woke up and didn't move, and yeah. that was it, and then the next day happens, and then it's the same thing, or whatever. Like, I try to acknowledge all of the effort that I make, big or small, and then just move at the pace that I feel like I can in that moment without making excuses, yep. without like lying and saying I tried when I know that I didn't do shit. Just like being honest and being aware of why things are happening. It's not as simple as before I was like seeing a psychiatrist and like getting legit help for it that I would just be like, I had nothing to really contribute the behavior or the emotion to Mm -hmm. and so i'm just thinking like i'm a defective human being (laughs) like and i just like you just have no not at all you ain't worth shit really like what is wrong that's what the depression tells you exactly yep and now i can think of it less like that and more like this is what is going to happen because this is just how you're wired physically like for real so just do the best work you can yep that's really it I agree 100% with that entire statement. It's just rough. It's just hard out here sometimes, but all we can do is try, even when it is just feels like the fuck impossible to try. Because even if you are a super bad black bitch, there are always <laughs> some There's super something. powerful white people who are around the corner who are going to make sure. The point is, everything's hard all the time. All right, and on that note, that is going to wrap up uh, the questions and the couch for this week. Send your questions to asktherita at gmail.com, and we'll be back. So, we're back. Shout out to you and the vape. <laughs> Whatever. So, we're back. It's time for the read. It is, and I'm assuming that all the young girls who were exposed for old tweets this week are part of your read. So, um... Doja Cat, who I think we just, maybe last Literally week, Literally just before? said something nice about her? I think it was two weeks ago. Um, So, apparently she had some old tweets resurface of her using homophobic uh, language. And she what? responded by tweeting the following. <clears throat> I called a couple people faggots when I was in high school in 2015. Does this mean I don't deserve support? I've said faggot roughly like 15,000 times in my life. Oh, my God. Does saying faggot mean you hate gay people? Do I hate gay people? I don't think I hate gay people. Uh, Gay is okay. You don't? You don't think? So, um, to that, I just want to say to uh, Doja Cat, the cow, whatever, Miss Cow, whatever, Mm -hmm. whoever you are. Yes. Half a um, saying faggot doesn't necessarily mean that you hate gay people. It means that you don't respect gay people, which is worse to me. So I don't understand. How, and the thing is that y'all are aware of that. Like, you know that. You know what I'm saying? Like you grew up in this era of the internet. You, like, I don't, Doja Cat is young, which I think she's using as an excuse. I was in high school in 2015. Right. Yes. So, yes, you're a young person. But... You're not going to convince me that you didn't know faggot was a disparaging word. Just the same way Ron DeSantis won't convince me that he didn't know what he was saying when he said monkey this up. Right. You knew exactly what you were saying. Monkey this up to the first black man to win 
a party's uh, nomination ever. in Florida history. What All the right, fuck does sure. monkey this up even sure. mean? What Nobody the- even says that. Right. So, like, I know that you know better uh, to try. And here's the thing, right? Like, a lot of the celebrities who have had, like, old tweets resurface and, you know, people try to attack them for it. Usually I'll give you a break over it because I feel like you can learn from past ignorances. You can, like... um SZA yeah. didn't see it for Rihanna. I think yeah. she came for Beyonce at one point. And SZA has had her own homophobic tweets. Cardi B got called out for her transphobic tweets. Like, this happens a lot. My thing is, like, if three years ago, you could have learned a lot in three years that would change the way that you speak or express yourself online, Woo. offline, or whatever. But it's like you're new to, like, your response to it yeah. is what's really making it bad. Right. Because I can understand if you say a faggot three years ago and since then you have learned, like, to, you know, to change the way that you speak. Right. Um, <laughs> But to, like, come back and literally be like, uh, does that mean that I don't deserve support because I don't have a problem saying the word faggot? Like, kind of, yeah. Like, well, now that you say it like that, girl, kind of, yes. What the fuck is this? Like, the, as much as I hate y'all's iOS press releases. I do. At least something that got straight to the point was like, yo, I was young and an idiot. I don't feel that way anymore. My apologies to the LGBT community. I understand some people not going to fuck with me, but I'm committed to doing better. Period. Just like that. Like, you can acknowledge that you fucked up. You're grown now. You're doing better. And you're not going to do it again. And you're going to try to make it right. But, like, all this. First of all, you put faggot in the tweet all these times. Like, More than once. Like, Why are you rubbing it in what are you doing i'm so confused like i don't understand what the purpose of that was me either and of course she deleted that and is now i think she's now deleting all of her tweets but it's just too little too late um the city girls this one really punches me in my heart yeah sorry friend so Again, both of these these rappers, these new girls, have had old tweets with them saying fag and whatever the fuck else, other homophobic things, from years ago. And the response yeah. from Risha, uh, who technically, I guess, is the only one who again, can respond. made it worse. Um, but yes, again, it made it worse. Because her response was like, I wasn't dissing gays. I don't have a problem with gays. I'm just saying that. Because one of her tweets was, she if she had... No, if she sees any bit of gay in her son, that she would beat it out of him or right. something like that. And she says, you know, I'm not dissing the gays. I don't have a problem with gays. I got a gay stylist and friends and whatever the fuck oh, else. Girl. And... um. She just doesn't want her son to be gay and doesn't see why that's disappointing. Um, I'll tell you why it's disappointing, right? Because of stories like this nine-year-old boy named Jamel Miles. Oh, my God. Why is this exactly what I was going to bring up? That's why it's disappointing. Damn. Jamel Miles is a nine-year-old boy in Colorado. His mom found him dead after he hung himself. He came out as gay um, maybe a summer ago and made it through four days of school before giving up. Was dealing with bullies the previous year. His mother said the same kids that were bullying him were even meaner after he actually publicly came out. (sighs) 
and he just couldn't do it. Yeah. And so... And the school system didn't really give a shit. Like, didn't really respond to this child being bullied for a year. Um, And these kids told him to kill himself. Like, it just... This kid... His mother said that when he came out and he they had, like... They all went and got nailed, their nails done. I can't remember when she said that he, that they did this together, but... She said that he wanted to, like, go and get his fingernails done or something like that. And they went, like, as a family together. Like, she loved him. She was supportive of him. Right. And so imagine if this nine-year-old boy was dealing with bullies at school and then also having his mother beating him for being just who he is. Right. That's that's why it's disappointing. Nobody gives a fuck about what you want right. as far as sexuality for your child. Because guess what? You don't get to choose. You don't get to pick. They don't get to choose or pick. It just is Damn. what it is. And there's nothing the fuck that you can do about it. And there's nothing wrong with it. I'm just so tired of people feeling like they could just like... This goes for literally all of them, like everybody. These m- niggas, Nikki, Azealia Banks, J. Cole, all like I'm so tired of it because it's like you feel like you can use words that are literally used to attack us and make us feel small. When I watched this video of the interview with this child's mom and her saying that like he was always talking about when he grew up, how he wanted to be a YouTube star to make people smile. That shit oh, no. killed me. Because I was like, this nine-year-old kid is nine-year-old me. Right. And, like, he doesn't get to fall in love or go to, like, prom or learn how to drive or do, like, anything. Because he just couldn't. It's just not okay. And I'm tired of y'all. Y'all motherfuckers have us in your corner all the time. And so many of us will listen to these lyrics and just be like, all right, it's all good. Like, but she's so talented or he's so dope or I just love this album it changed my life and forgive I've done it the gays have done it time and time again and the gays will also be the only ones when your asses are irrelevant to still book you for pride and make sure that you can still pay your raggedy ass lease or whatever the fuck it is that you can still afford to have but y'all want to call us sissies and fags and do all of this other shit and we supposed to be okay with it and feel like it don't mean nothing because you got gay people doing your fucking hair and your fucking makeup and having you out you know pick out shoes and supporting you and dancing and twerking at your fucking shows and all that type of stuff. I'm tired of it. Right. Like, I'm sick of it because you feel like it's okay to belittle us or or to make us feel like shit and you don't realize that you're just passing all of that energy and that thought process right to the generations behind you. And there are babies who have to go... and. To see you grown-ass, dumb-ass, knuckle-dragging-ass niggas talking about how does a nine-year-old know that they're gay. Bitch, but then y'all are retweeting these fucking kids the same age, younger, some of them, getting lap dances from grown-ass women, from fucking 16, 17-year-old, 18, 19-year-old kids, and you don't have no problem. That's funny when it's a boy, right? It's okay when you got a five-year-old coming home and saying he has six girlfriends at school. That's all good. Yeah, he knows he likes girls, but you don't understand how a nine-year-old could understand that he's attracted to boys and not girls like that's not a sexual thing that's understanding that you like a person not the person's body right. like a ty- like i knew for sure the first time that i knew for sure that i was attracted to boys was the same grade fourth or fifth grade yeah 
You know what I'm saying? I wasn't like, oh my God, dick. I didn't know nothing about sex. Yeah. But I knew that I liked boys. Period. Mm. Flat out. That's how it was. So I'm tired. I'm tired. Yeah. Like, I read that uh, middle school kids uh, die by suicide just as as often as, as, as traffic accidents. Wow. Like, the suicide death rate for middle school, like, kids 10 yeah. to 14 in America is like, dude, this was a couple years ago. Yeah. But the same. That is so fucked up. As, like, a traffic accident. Right. And I know that's, like, all across the board, you know what I'm saying? All kinds of reasons. I don't think that's just directly pinpointing, you know, gay youth. But the fact, like, I'm just, I'm so tired of hearing about stories like this and and reverting back to the place that I was when I was that age and having to deal with it. And, like, just knowing that there are still kids who are thinking about killing themselves or harming themselves the way that I was thinking about it. And, like, some of them are actually doing it. Like, this kid didn't get to, to experience anything. Nothing. Nine? Right. And he knew to, hung him, to hang himself. Like, nine years old, he didn't even get a chance to, like, leave school and realize that, like, you get to be older and, like, walk in your truth right. if you really fucking want to. And everybody, like... The vast majority of those motherfuckers who are wasting time picking on you in high school ain't ever gonna be shit. Nope. He could have been out here producing a show for HBO. Yep. This little kid right here. And he won't get the chance to because y'all dickheads are out here raising kids to think that there's something disgusting or horrible or wrong with being who the fuck they came into the world right. to be. Right. Period. I'm so disgusted. I'm so sad. Not only by this story, but now the fact that I got to delete all of this city girls Damn. out of my fucking iPods and, and phones and stuff like that. Because I'm just done. Like, I'm over it. I'm tired. It's not, again, it's not even the fact that you, like, said something wrong or did something wrong. It's the fact that it's like, oh, so what? Like, it's not even that big a deal. What's the problem? I'm confused. Right. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Bitch, you... And JT had her own homophobic tweets, but if she was out of jail, she probably would have responded in a similar way. Like that's what I said. What's wrong with y'all? Hosts? What, I mean, like right. y'all, what would what would make me think that you don't feel the exact same way? Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna just go ahead out on a limb here and assume that you feel the exact same way. I mean, you felt the same homophobic way, so yeah. And plenty of y'all don't have a problem with this and y'all will continue to bump city girls and whoever the fuck else because y'all agree. You feel the exact same way. Mm-hmm. And you probably will listen to this motherfucking podcast to my gay ass on this motherfucker every goddamn Thursday yeah. and still would beat your kid or be disgusted if your kid was gay. So yeah. you can actually fuck off too, to be quite frank. I'm over all y'all hoes. Period. The end. Thanks so much for not playing. On another note. Well, I actually wanted to add really quick because this was also my read more because of this little boy's suicide than the words that y'all used. Because again, like you saying that you don't care uh, or that you don't, you, I, I, it's not that I have a problem with gay people. I fuck with gay people. I just wouldn't want my child to be gay. You're still saying there's something wrong with being gay. Like, Thank you. If you don't want your child to be harassed, they will be harassed for being black. They will be harassed for being a girl, for being, you know, trans, for being Short, disabled, tall. everything. Like kids will find a reason to pick on each other. Like 
You don't have to make it worse. And this child lived in a home that was accepting of him. But people who have parents like Risha and JT and Doja Cat and everybody else who has said these terrible things are still raising kids, even if not with outright homophobia, with the idea that it's something wrong with those kids, with the idea that it's okay to tease or bully those kids who are different from you in that way. Like they don't deserve the same amount of respect or happiness or anything that everybody else does. I'm just so disgusted by it. It matters that you said this and it matters that you responded like that because there are real life consequences to that sort of attitude. Kids pick that up from their parents and they take it to school. And little kids who are being affirmed and loved at home cannot handle the pressure of being told to kill themselves at school, which I can't even fucking fathom. Like, that never happened to me and I can't even imagine somebody saying like that especially non-stop bullying that happened for like over a year and my mama told the administration about it and they just kind of blew it off like oh well like oh well maybe your son shouldn't be gay like I don't know if they were really negligent but that's what that woman said and I'm inclined to believe her because it's her who has a dead son at this point like y'all bullied that little boy to the point where he felt like there was no point in going forward a nine-year-old a nine-year-old baby. That's why, Risha, that's why people are mad at you. Because it's not just, oh, well, you know, I hire gay people. My hairstylist is gay. I just I don't, don't want my kids to be sucking dick. Girl, 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 that is still homophobia. Other gay people are cool, but not in my family. It's still homophobia. It isn't any better than the people who just don't like us at all. Like you deciding that there are exceptions for the gays that you will tolerate. It's just it is not acceptable. And that is why people are so mad. And I don't care. Like you can come out with ever with whatever apologies you want to. That initial reaction. Yeah, I don't care. Both of y'all was so terrible. It was so bad. The fact that y'all just came out here like. Well, get the fuck over it. Girl, our kids are dying, so we're not going to get the fuck over it. As long as little gay kids feel like they cannot be themselves without wanting to die, I'm not going to get over it. So fuck you, sincerely, with my whole heart. Um, I also wanted to say to this nigga with four first names, Anthony Charles Thomas Maxwell, um, according to reports... He does! Damn! <laughs> is the 26-year-old man who decided that it made sense for whatever reason to hop onto the stage at On the Run 2 in Atlanta. This. Atlanta, which had two nights. Right. And he did this on the first one. So what it must have felt like. My God. Knowing that your ticket was for the next night. Knowing that. All the niggas who snuck in flasks and weed, y'all won't be doing that for that second night. Security is going to be on a hundred thousand trillion for this second night. The thing is, this nigga didn't have a quirk. Like he didn't have superpowers. This nigga didn't like leap. Weird. Like he, it, like he seemed to so easily. Right. Reach. He just hopped right on up there and just. I'm like, this can't be. Why is it this easy? I read that he made contact with Jay Z, but did not touch uh, the queen. Of course. Um. I I saw like from one angle footage of it and I don't know who that was who was like right there in that little walkway where they leave out. Yeah. But he made contact with somebody who looked like they were maybe all black and like shoved them almost to say like move out of my way. Why Lord. are you bugging? I'm going to like right. hang out with my besties. <laughs> right. Like what the fuck is this bitch? So they um 
They said he was highly intoxicated. Like, there was a whole Parkwood release um, about how, you know, this intoxicated male entered the stage. (laughs) It says, at this point, we had a controlled evacuation of all crew on the stage in order to safely defuse the situation. We are happy to confirm that nobody was hurt during the incident. And Mr. and Mrs. Carter are choosing not to press charges against the individual. Gracious. In fact, Beyonce did a hilarious, like... (laughs) kung fu kick the second night when they were walking off stage and that double tag where she was like let me just make sure ain't nobody (laughs) she's such a bitch i love her so much so much fun on this tour she made sure to reassure atlanta that she still loves y'all she's not gonna hold this against (laughs) y'all like one bad apple can't ruin atlanta's right uh, bunch but I just wanted to say to you, sir, I don't know where the good fuck it is that you thought that you were, and I don't know what you may have been on as far as drugs or alcohol, but you better think twice and stay sober and the mother... First of all, you don't need to be at anything involving Beyonce anymore, at least not with her there. You know what I'm saying? Maybe not even a screening, bitch. You might get a little too excited and jump through the goddamn uh, screen or something. So just... But the fact, what really, really pisses me off is that you through the energy of the show off for those people. Beyonce, Jay-Z, all of those dancers, everybody playing an instrument, working lights, everything. (laughs) They have done all they needed to do to be prepared to go into Atlanta, Georgia and give those niggas not like how many U.S. dates that they already did the whole European thing right Mm -hmm. and then you had to wait for every U.S. show that's already happened for them to get to it you know what I'm saying like New York was relatively early in the in the in the lineup yeah right you know what I'm saying but you've seen her out here changing costumes and adding new little things on and trying to avoid clips and this audacious dumbass (laughs) nigga <laughs> thought that he could just hop up on there and re- like what is wrong it with was you bitch too much what, where do you think that you're at you're lucky that you didn't get like blasted by a sniper or <laughs> something that like at the top of the fucking the dome whoa man the best part was watching the dancers snap out of like their trance and realize that there's that a nigga, foreign like, body on stage and the way they ran like nigga we will beat your ass was the best part of that whole video clip. The dancers were like absolutely the not fuck not. today or a day after. That's how you know you love your boss for real. When you like, no, you know, you know, we they won't be whooping my boss immediately ass. got in. They action. did. Like, they did. That's the fuck right. They were not having it, but I, I assumed like Beyonce beehive. was. I mean, we don't. It was play. like a real beat, right? Uh, once I found out Beyonce was fine, I let it go. I'm really angry. I'm not even angry at the young man. He saw an opportunity and he took it. It was ridiculous, but I blame security. How the fuck I mean, did y'all let that happen? Way more security's fault than like, anybody. Like, absolutely. I thought about the firings Beyonce must have done. <laughs> How she must have told the the Georgia Dome or what I don't know what they call it now. Some. Oh, did they change some, the name? Well, you know, they want to be like us so bad. But anyway. They, I, I just know she was like, whoever was working the perimeter of the stage tonight won't be doing it tomorrow. Please find me some confident. I mean, he got up. It's not like he landed on the he stage. He got up. He got there. up the stairs. It was too much. Ran across the no, stage. No, no. Like how? Y'all put Beyonce how? in danger. Absolutely not. How? Absolutely the fuck not. I know that Blue Ivy came into that motherfucker the <laughs> very next day with a chai latte in hand and her glass on her face and was like, 
in my hand, I had the names of each and every single security guard who will no longer be working <laughs> at this bitch. Step forward when you hear yours called. Um, Sir and Ruby. <laughs> Sir and Rumi are waiting outside to watch you receive your lashings. Um, one for oh every God. count of disrespect. And how dare you? So, yeah, I just hated the fact that that happened on Beyonce stage. And right. one of the earlier shows, I saw some girls who were fighting in the crowd, like in the audience. Oh, yeah. And I was like, who the fuck fights at a goddamn Beyonce? Have you no respect? <laughs> uncultured swine well hmm. but uh, my goodness <laughs> Why? I, can't, I can't tell you what did you do <laughs> nothing i did not do anything what did you do i didn't do anything you did something terrible. no i just had to look at a couple of white people very crazy but it was fine nothing had nobody nobody nigger? came to no because oh. i really would have lost it okay but thankfully no they did not do that even when niggas in paris came out they did not say it they just got their life but anyway i was incredibly disappointed in security i know that sir and rumi and blue are probably behind two different password protected doors that have like you have to have like a retina scan or something oh absolutely he was never gonna (laughs) reach them children but the fact that he could have touched beyonce has me irate i'm Living. You better be glad her husband was in the way. Honestly, I feel like everybody probably feels that way. Even Jay Z yeah. is like, yeah, because if you touch her, I'm gonna have to fight my nigga. Like, what is wrong with you? That was too much. Like, did you want to get jumped by Jay Z and the dancers? Uh, was it like your dream to get punched in the face? Right, but Beyonce joked about it the next night, and so I'm fine, I guess. I know niggas got fired, so. Oh, yeah, I know all of the above has happened, and <laughs> this young man apparently has been charged with battery. So it's not even like... So Beyonce not pressing charges? Who is? I don't know. Atlanta, the, the <laughs> venue? Atlanta's like, how dare you besmirch our name? The city of Atlanta is pressing charges. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Where did you think Real. that you were? I just cannot believe that you caused a commotion on the stage at a Beyonce concert. Okay fucking reason bitch go and buy a sweater like everyone else <laughs> just chill the fuck out you dummy Keisha Lance Bottoms not having it just okay you got me fucked up not in her fucking not Georgia. in my city nigga <laughs> not on her peach tree bitch Woo! so that is gonna wrap up this week's episode of The Read make sure you check us out at thisistheread.com and follow us on social media at thisistheread what's up with you this week other than being you know very famous casually oh, mentioned on the breakfast club you know just oh Lena Waithe just oh, she just knows you mm, fancy she's so amazing she is like I don't have enough good things to say about that woman She's just awe-inspiring. I love it. I can't believe that I get to work with her. I just, uh, I love her. So I have to constantly remind her, myself that that's somebody's man. That's right. Because she is Happily. so fine. I know, I know, I know. And I respect it. You got to. I'm know? not, you know, I'm, I'm definitely not. I close my legs. It's not like Brittany Griner and her me. fake wife. Don't do this! I think Brittany Griner is engaged to a lesbian this time. Good. The last one. Yeah. The last one was disaster. That's the least I you could do. I would have slept with Brittany Griner when she was married to that blatantly straight girl. <laughs> I think this one might actually be queer, though. So I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to let this yeah, union I think she's flourish. In <laughs> um, thanks to everybody who came out to 305 Live in Los Angeles. You made it a great time as usual. Sorry, none of us could actually get onto the eggplant uh, floaty. It was like Damn. I had a vision of riding that eggplant 
emoji and getting a great meme oh, out of you it. You have to. Couldn't, it didn't work. Damn, Couldn't that's too bad. It. Oh, you know, that would have been a lot of people's re- new reaction pick. Yeah. <laughs> See, you're thinking where I'm thinking. It just didn't work. So disappointed. But it was great. You guys were awesome. We had so much fun. Asante was great and so entertaining cool. and interactive. Thanks to everybody who came out. Y'all are awesome. And I cannot wait to have another event in your city. Fun. Also, you can go to thereadlive.com. Do we? I don't. Go to thereadlive.com yes. and look for tickets. Their for tickets things. on I sale. I are sold out. Uh, I, I don't know, but Philadelphia, Nashville, Denver, Seattle, Miami, if you missed the announcement last week, we are coming to your city. So check thereadlive.com for availability for tickets. Denver, weed. Seattle, weed. weed. So... I mean, and everybody else, I just bring weeds. <laughs> or, or y'all have been very generous in like giving it to us. You don't have to do you know that. You don't have to. Last time we was gifts. in Miami, somebody brought us a big ass box of public chicken, and I really appreciate that. But like, y'all don't have to bring us things. That please. was one of the nicest things anybody's ever it done. It was. And afterwards, I fucked up a good, at least half of that box. There is nothing like a public <laughs> swing. Public chicken is just delectable. I appreciate y'all's generosity, but please, like, the fact that you bought a ticket and you're coming to see us is right. more than you enough. You don't have to bring a gift. So, thank you so much. Uh, any other news I do week? love the art, though. Like, I do love when, like, oh, man. a lot of our listeners who are artists mm-hmm. make art in any... Because I just... I just like to see y'all's yeah. craft and see like the stuff you come up with. So, I'm not requesting any art by any means. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, that picture somebody um, made of Link... Have you seen it with I all the colors so. and shit on it? It yeah. literally is hanging up in my room. Yeah, I it's have amazing. a I have a lot of that stuff like just archived of like all the cards and those over the years Air all Force this ones. stuff people have given yeah, those painted Air Force ones, all the stuff people have given me like there's so much of it and then some of it is like people gave it to me in frame so it was much easier for me to just display it because you took out the hard part but yeah very thankful for all of your gifts but please do not feel obligated you absolutely absolutely please your presence is a gift thank you so much all right are we done acronym this week or not the acronym this week is i just thought about how donald trump had again another really terrible just absolutely awful week and yeah I cannot wait. I just cannot wait for this to all fall down. What a fucking what? Where the I wild just, things are looking at to get us out of here. Also, fuck John McCain. I don't care that that bitch died. Oh my god! So okay, I thought I was crazy. <laughs> I do not care. Fuck him. I thought I forgot who he was. <laughs> Legit, I was like, wait, did I think about somebody else? Niggas was like posting all these heartfelt condolences and i was like the same john let me make sure i was sure. legitimately confused let me google john mckay megan's daddy right because fuck him right am i wrong right i was so confused you niggas are crazy no, okay i mean i don't know what y'all fuck know him. so uh, okay i don't have an uh, uh an acronym for this week all i will say is get money and fuck these niggas all right 2018 and 2019 and in fact 2020 <laughs> see you next week all right bye y'all